Welcome to the Sleep Like a Boss podcast. If you're struggling with sleep and have tried everything that Google, your friends or Facebook groups have recommended and you're still struggling, stop looking for that one thing to fix your sleep. The human body is complex and one single supplement or lifestyle fix is likely not going to be the solution. Here on the Sleep Like a Boss podcast, we dig into all aspects of sleep for you and unravel the complexity. My name is Annika Carroll. I'm the new CEO of Sleep Like a Boss, and me and my team are here to end the epidemic of sleep deprivation. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sleep Like a Boss podcast. I'm Annika Carroll, women's sleep and health coach, helping women in their 30s and 40s get their sleep and energy back. And I want to talk to you about a topic today that now that it's warmer outside and summer's coming might be something that is more prevalent and that is thermal regulation and sleep and what is that and how is temperature regulation so important for women specifically because we often suffer from night sweats and hot flashes and things like that more than men and even if you don't suffer from night sweats or hot flashes because you're maybe not that far advanced in your hormonal changes, that this might be something that might happen to you, temperature dysregulation overnight is something that is actually quite common and often overlooked. And that's why I want to dive into that a little bit today, talk about what thermoregulation actually is, how it affects your sleep, and what are things that we can do to stay cool if we're normally too hot or otherwise well regulated overnight to make sure that is not affecting our sleep. So what is thermoregulation? Thermoregulation is basically a fancy term for your body's ability to keep its body temperature in a reasonably narrow range. And um, how does the body do that? When we get too hot, we know that we might start sweating so that through evaporation, the body over this through the skin starts cooling itself off. It might dilate blood vessels to dissipate heat. Um, those are things we're very, I think, much familiar with. If we're too cold, we start shivering, right? Because that friction that creates creates warmth. Our body might start kicking in our metabolism a little because we are cold and we just need more energy to heat the body. Um, the interesting thing with temperature and sleep is that while during the day when we wake up in the morning, we have a little bit of a higher body temperature than throughout the rest of the day, it kind of goes down throughout the day. And at night, we do have lower body temperature. And we want this to happen because there is a correlation between a dip in body temperature and the rise of melatonin. So our sleepy hormone that helps us fall asleep and stay asleep. And it is very important for the body to be able to get this drop in body temperature before we fall asleep and then keep the body cool overnight. And we reach our coldest body temperature point. It differs a bit by person, but around 4 a.m. And so then um, the body temperature starts to rise. The body kind of kicks into gear. And with that, the wake up process is initiated. So keeping that body temperature low overnight is really important 
to be able to a fall asleep and then really to be able to stay asleep and get deep and restorative sleep because there are studies that have shown the I don't want to say the colder the temperature in a bedroom is but the more ideal the temperature in a bedroom is the deeper people sleep and the more restorative their sleep is just just to pick one of them and then for women um and, and I'm in my early 40s but I'm starting to to see this too we're getting um the occasional or maybe more regular night sweats maybe hot flashes things that can be really disturbing during the day for sure also if they're hot flashes the night sweats can also be very disturbing because you might wake up you might have to go change your shirt and um, then you're just really hot and you can't really cool off very well and can't really fall back asleep so trying to understand on the one hand where this is coming from and then starting to put things into place that can help adjust this and help the body have a smoother ride overnight is I think really crucial um, because you know my stance sleep isn't a luxury I think it's absolutely foundational for everything in life and health and if we don't get good sleep we just don't function so um, if we look at what are reasons why women get night sweats or um, yeah, why we might wake up hot or we wake up and it's potentially related to to heat and we're not even really noticing it but it is a change in body temperature so the first one I think that is um, often obvious to women is um, hormonal changes, fluctuations in cycles. So around ovulation, which could be on like a 28 day cycle, it'd be around day 14. Um, when we ovulate, we do get a rise in estrogen and that can already, that leads to changes in body temperature for women who do track their ovulation with basal body temperature methods know this this is what they look for they look for that rise in body temperature and that can affect that will affect us during the day for sure but it can also affect us during the night and then when we transition into um perimenopause and menopause and we have even more fluctuations in estrogen and we have progesterone declining then we might notice these things even more because of these often aggressive fluctuations in estrogen and um, so that is one really big thing why there might be night sweats another reason why we might be having night sweats it's it seems obvious but it often is overlooked is that your bedroom might just be too warm there are different recommendations out there they kind of range from 60 to 67 some people say to 72 degrees fahrenheit so we're around 15 to 20 degrees celsius for the optimal bedroom temperature and that is something that i often dive with clients and very early to say are you actually do you know how warm it is in your bedroom overnight just put a little thermometer in there check it and if you have constant night wakings try and lower the temperature by a degree or two and see what happens and um Sometimes people are able to do that very easily because they have um, an air condition that they air a thermostat they control in every bedroom. Some people don't have that. We'll go in, into that a little later to see how we can how we can work with that. But it's often that the bedroom temperature, the sleep environment is just too warm. Another thing that is often happening are we 
using synthetic sleepwear are you sleeping in flannel pajamas that are polyester and they cannot breathe are you sleeping under synthetic duvets that are not breathable those are things that I would look into um, to make sure those are natural fibers that can absorb and transport humidity well and help you with heat regulation the other thing um, not to be underestimated, are you drinking enough throughout the day? Are you hydrated? Or is your body waking up, it gets too warm, but it's actually dehydrated? Blood sugar, you often hear me talk about blood sugar and sleep. That can also be something that causes um, actually a, a, a thermal dysregulation because if your blood sugar is too low, your body might actually get too cold and then it pulls the cortisol into the system and that will actually raise your body temperature a little again so it causes this fluctuation that can already be disrupting to sleep another thing for sure caffeine and spicy foods alcohol those are things that have been shown to affect thermoregulation exercise if too intense and too close to bedtime um so yes I, it, there's often this rule about three hours before bedtime, no excessive exercise. Um, you do need a cool down period. Um, I still would want you to exercise. And if you can't do it three hours before bed because you're working and you get home later and you can't make it to the gym or you just don't have the time earlier to, to fit a workout in, do some sort of light movement or a workout. I would not get on a Peloton bike at 9 30 or 10 at night if I'm trying to go to bed by 11 that's likely not a good idea but just doing lighter exercises like resistance training or other type of mobility exercise is totally fine even like an hour and a half or two hours before bed um yeah so those are like classic things that we see often if people are on medications that is something to potentially also dive into do a little bit more research on is the medication that you're taking something that potentially affects your body temperature that could be going to the high or going to the low end depending on what kind of medication you're taking if it's something for cardiovascular health it likely somehow affects your blood temperature some antidepressants are known to have an effect on body temperature so if you are on a medication and you're suspecting something like that Maybe talk to your healthcare professional about that um, to see if that is something that has an impact and to see that if there is an option to maybe change things for you if that comes up. Um, so, and, and what are things that we want to do to regulate, to help regulate the body temperature and get it to a somewhat stable environment overnight so we can have a good night's sleep? The first thing, really, like I said earlier, check your bedroom temperature, make sure it's at a good temperature and potentially play around with it a little, like dropping it a little if you think that is part of the problem. And that is very individual. Some people sleep great at 62 degrees, others need 65, others need 67. It's really individual person by person. So really play around with it. Um, if you have the ability to adjust your thermostat individually in the bedroom, that is great. We don't have that. We have air conditioning now, thank God. Um, but we cannot individually do it. So we do drop the temperature in the house um, at night significantly to get the bedrooms upstairs to be cool, which yeah, it makes it a little cool in the morning when you come downstairs, but at least we sleep better. 
Um, if you don't have air conditioning, you don't uh, you don't have that option. The first thing I think is things like fans, ceiling fans, or just a box fan that or something that you put in the room to get air circulating, because just that feeling of of moving air on the skin already makes you feel a bit cooler. Um, make sure that you close your blinds during the day that sunlight doesn't come in and heat the rooms up extra. A lot of blackout curtains that you can buy are thermo-insulated, so they will keep the heat out quite well. Um, then make sure your, your bedding is as natural as it can be, so you don't trap heat in there unnecessarily because of synthetic things. I would avoid any type of like super spicy things and alcohol at night just because it will make you warmer. Um, caffeine, generally, if you're having sleep issues, I, I would, I'm generally fine with people drinking caffeine, but I would keep it to before lunch if possible. So, so A, the caffeine leaves the system and B, it doesn't have an effect on your body temperature too much then at night. Um, like I said, make sure you're hydrated. And really, um, another thing that often comes up that I forgot to mention earlier, anxiety can be something, right? Like if you're waking up and you're nervous and you're feeling anxious and you notice this overnight, something like things like breathing, stretching, meditation at night, maybe something like a worry journal where you every day at the same time do it a few hours before bed you write down everything that worries you and then you look at how realistic is that and then is, is that an actual worry is that something I really have to worry about and if so what are possible solutions that I could explore over the next little while I don't have to find the solution right away but maybe take a first step in brainstorming solutions that often helps to calm the system gratitude journaling also or a gratitude practice also a great a great way to reshift focus for the brain and to lower anxiety and um one thing that i have just explored recently um is functional sleepwear so we do already have like we have organic bedding we have wool bedding that is like temperature temperature regulating I love it it's really great for the summer and the winter I find but I still suffer from night sweats here and they are hormone related and I was contacted by a company Dax Mayan they are from Switzerland and there, they are inventors of functional sleepwear. And so how we use functional wear in sports, you know, where we wear this athletic wear that helps us with the sweating and the cooling of the body. That is basically something they've done for sleep, but with all natural materials. And they're Ecotech standard certified. Um, and their materials, their sleepwear is, the, is super soft, the seams are in positions that they never bother you. The stuff doesn't crawl up or down or roll around you when you sleep. And um, they have a line that's called Balance. And it is amazing. And that's the only thing I'm going to be using for a long time for sleep. And I was a bit, I don't want to say I'm, I would be skeptical. They've tried it on a lot of different people, on sports teams. Everybody was really happy. They've done some studies on it. Um, it's developed with um with people in the in the sleep field, 
And I have to say, I was really amazed, not just by, you almost don't feel like you're wearing it. It's so light. It's so soft. And it does breathe way better than cotton. It dries way better than cotton. It's eucalyptus based. Um, and it is absolutely phenomenal the way it helps balance your body temperature. So um, something I'm recommending now to all my clients, um, I absolutely love that product. And I would recommend for everybody to check it out. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes. They've given me a 15% discount for Sleep Like a Boss podcast listeners. It's sleeplikeaboss.15 is the discount code, but I'll put it below. I can only highly, highly recommend it. I absolutely only talk about products that, that I support. And this is really something that helps you regulate your sleep. It's not just beautiful, super nice to wear. Um, it, it works. And, um, if sleep like the, these night wakings and you can't pinpoint them, but, or you have the night sweats is something that you're struggling with. Try some of these things, see what might be relevant for you. Could it be the alcohol? Could it be the caffeine? Could it be the foods? Is it stress? Is it my hormones? Um, is it my sleepwear? Is it my bedding? Like start looking at maybe what's relevant for you, maybe what's not relevant for you, then you don't have to worry about that. And then start if you can see changes. And if you cannot see changes after a few weeks of trying things out, then I would maybe reach out either to a health professional or to someone like me, and we can have a conversation about what are other things that might be driving that. Could it be something going on in your gut or in your liver? Could it be nutrient deficiencies? Could it be your thyroid potentially? Um, because that's like our body's thermostat, right? That really helps regulate um, the body temperature and metabolism. So those would be things to then explore. But I think there are so many things you can try in the beginning if you want to buy yourself um, that should give you um, already some leeway into managing the body temperature, managing the night sweats better, and then hopefully getting a better night's rest. So I hope this was interesting. Looking forward to see you next week and you know where to find me and always reach out if you have any questions. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sleep Like a Boss podcast with me, Anika Carroll. Be sure to follow and listen wherever you get your podcasts. We also invite you to play the game of sleep with us if you haven't done so at sleeplikeaboss.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And until next time, and to a good night's sleep.